This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian, tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things but at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Welcome in. The Fantasy Footballers Podcast, Andy, Jason, Mike. What? Andy, Jason, Mike. What? What happened there? Oh, sounded good to me. Clock going backwards, Mike. Oh, I don't even... I don't even know if I could do this show. What happened there? Bizarro land. You missed a couple days last week, and uh, I guess the changed. order of things has changed. But I'm still first. Well, that was the key. I get, right? you get to I get say it. the words. Yeah, alphabetical. So, yeah, real Dion Sanders situation over there. <laughs> do you like Dion? I am. I I think he's can be charming as a as a television personality. I don't know if it'll work as a coach. I think I like Dion. Like uh, I, the back when they had uh, primetime on NFL Network, like every week, and he would highlight a few guys. It was always it was always fun. He is very charismatic, yes. and I think that'll uh, and super famous right. as a football player. Which for college kids, that's going to matter. This new paid world of college players, I think that nil. Yeah, I think that that's going to. Um, that's going to be good for the Deion Sanders-type coaches. Yeah, and it's going to keep players in college if you can write them a big check to come back. Like, I awesome. don't know. No. No. Bijan, <laughs> you you declare for the draft immediately. Oh, my goodness. After all the drama of this last week, if Bijan Robinson goes back to college, I will spend at least one night crying. 
Yes, uh, in this week's edition of the Truman Show, my uh, Jason has <laughs> the number one pick by a point. This last week, the matchup determined that Jason would he he his team isn't bad. He just has the pick of a bad team, and now and he's been pining for Bijan all mm-hmm. year long, and his trade was on the basis that he'd have a shot to draft him. In my mind, I was trading. Chris Godwin, a good dynasty asset for Bijan. It wasn't for the one. It wasn't for the one. It was for Bijan Robinson next year. So he needs to be in the NFL for me to draft him. It's exciting for you, though. You get to you. You have the pick. He should come out and play. Do you think? Would we allow him to just still draft Bijan, even if he if he went back to college? Like a one-year yeah, uh, like a, red just, shirt? Just like a little uh, byline in the, the dynasty rules there. Be like, sure, you can go ahead and draft him if you want. There haven't been a lot of prospective like top 15 type of picks that have gone back. I mean, I remember Leinert doing it where he would have been the number one overall pick and then ends up... Whoops, <laughs> mistakes <laughs> were made. But uh, it is a different world now where players will get... It'll get thinned out a little bit in terms of who's coming out but I'm not ready to turn the page yet to uh, college prospects. No. We have fantasy playoffs at hand today. We've got the waiver show. There are some names to talk about today at all of the positions. We'll have our quarterback streamers, maybe even more relevant this week because I think there are some really good options and there are some injuries at the quarterback position. In particular, those of you that will be without Lamar Jackson this upcoming week. And there Jimmy are Garoppolo. six bye weeks, including Justin Fields. So uh, at every position, this is the week leading into the playoffs, six teams on bye. This, gentlemen, this might be the most important show we've done this year. And, uh, you know, people following along with the tweets last night, of course, Mike Evans did not get it done. <laughs> 7.9 when I needed nine. Or less than nine, really. Dude. I yeah, needed like point four eight more points. Yeah, it was anything. If he caught a screen pass for no yards, you win. And well, he had two drives at the end of the game in pure passing situations where that was true, and he did not get it done. Boy, which he was, also He was a little tired there. <laughs> he had to come out the field. Yeah, pass interference on a bomb that was going yeah, to him that, in the end zone. That he was definitely catching it definitely. if the defender hadn't pulled his arm down. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Brooks holds on to the bye. Congratulations, so Foxy. Yeah. Yeah, you, you think it's that like locked in? Because our whole no, division I mean, you, has you, the same record, right? You got to win. Yeah. You, yeah, you control your own destiny now. If I had .48 more points, Brooks, I would have controlled my own destiny. But uh, – not to be. Monday nights are made for paint. Uh, also, are the Buccaneers bad? Yes. No, no, yes. no. They won. They're really, <laughs> I, really I, good. I, I, I realize they put up 14 points in the fourth quarter after uh, having three points the entirety of the game, but I I think they might be bad. They I think that's because you watched the game. So <laughs> the Buccaneers are not a good team. I mean, obviously, this isn't a very good division. You're talking about a 500 team leading the way two of their recent victories were barely 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 stolen w's from a game where they were putrid and down the whole game i mean three minutes to go in this in this matchup last night it was almost unfathomable that the tampa bay buccaneers could win the game it took a 
complete boneheaded decision uh, by Mark Ingram, which he apologized for to even allow the – What, was to come back in the game? No, when he ran out of bounds on an easy first down and then they didn't because get the Because he was hurt. Like, he should not have been back in the game. Well, I mean – he was what also he, he ran he out. Ha, he, all not, he had to do was run out of bounds a yard further. Right, or uh, that's why reached, he apologized. Reached the ball out. Right, but I'm saying like there was uh, no one near him. <laughs> yeah, but to me, the way I looked at, the, I saw that play was why is Mark Ingram back in the game after being down, grabbing his knee, and then you gave him the ball, and then he when he, after when he was out of bounds, he was grabbing his leg again. Like that was just it was a weird decision by the team to put Ingram back in that position. Alvin Kamara was 12 for 26 in this game. 2.2 yards per carry. Woof. Two yes. catches. Woof. You know, there were people going into this game needing Camara and Olave to combine for points or Chris Godwin and Camara, and Camara has not been – he's not been it. But he did not get 10 fantasy no, points. No, he did not. No, terrible. I mean, Ingram outrushed him in terms of total yardage on fewer carries. Taysom Hill caught a touchdown pass. He did. He also dropped the game-winning – a game-winning catch? Not, oh, come on. I forgive you because ridiculous. it's on brand. It is on brand, and I get it. If it was Deontay... Was it in his hands? If it was Deontay Johnson, I would say the same thing. However, Foot Clan, if you are listening and did not see the game, he, he caught a difficult catch. It was in his hands, right? Yeah, secured okay, it. Okay, it was in his hands, and, and then it was on the ground. And then a defender came I'm up just with saying, a to brutal, the brutal hit on the ball, totally legal, knocked it out. and uh, the, that, but, but when a ball hits you in the hands and then it is on the ground afterwards, that is called an incomplete pass. A drop. No. Concussion is the word you're looking for. Yeah. He didn't get hit. He got hit in the ball. I don't think he got hit in the head, did he? Oh, he got hit. No, in the, yeah, he he got sho mostly oh, shoulder. Yeah, I think it, I think I think he went right. I in think the it was ball. a perfectly legal hit, right? Like right in the chest. Yeah, yeah. We'd I'm, have to all relook at it, but it looked like he got hit in the chest and then dropped the ball. But regardless, for fantasy purposes, <laughs> the the Buccaneers look really really bad. Mike Evans hasn't been good in over a month now. Obviously, there was the pass interference call that would have changed the yeah, entire game, and maybe you can have those small mental victories. But Chris Godwin also had a touchdown call back. Um, the, the reality is Tom Brady, when there's any pressure on him, is doing what Matt Ryan's been doing, which is just going, oh, I gotta get rid of the ball, <laughs> shortest route possible. And and they're not protecting him very well. That's the issue, is that his offensive line isn't what it was a couple of years ago. They've had injuries and retirements, and Brady is not going to be able to do the same things that he's done in the past unless they protect him. And to my knowledge, they're not gaining any new offensive linemen. What do you do with the running backs in Tampa Bay moving forward in terms of determining start sit? I mean, Rashad White had six catches in this game. So did Leonard Fournette. Man. White got into the end zone. Fournette ran for more yards. I mean, it is a full time split. Yeah, it, it really looked like Rashad White was taking over. And then he had a pretty bad fumble. Uh, if I'm remembering that mm -hmm. correctly, and uh, and then Fournette went was very much the, the next man up. They went back to Rashad White. Obviously, he caught the touchdown at the end, but it seems like it will be the timeshare. But I prior I think to the, I lean Rashad White. Yeah, prior to the fumble, uh, Fournette was was very involved. This looked like a like a a pretty even split, and I think that's what you have to look at. You could start either one of these guys, but you're going to be splitting the workload. So, for yeah. instance, next week. 
I believe they play the San Francisco 49ers. Ew. I don't want a split workload against that defense with this offense. I'll probably bench both of these guys. But if they were playing the Chargers or a run defense that is, you know, really uh, porous, then I would probably play both. You didn't want to play Jeff Wilson or Raheem Mostert against the 49ers, and so I think you're right on the money with this one. Let's um, Let's turn the page. News and notes from around the league. Presented by USAA Insurance. John Harbaugh called Lamar Jackson week to week with his knee injury, stating he's less likely to play in week 14. They, uh, 14, they signed Brett Hundley to the practice squad. So we'll miss him for at least a week. More than likely, yeah. Kenneth Walker, small strain in his ankle. Injury is unusual. That's a quote. Also, all of and this this is important because he's obviously a key running back that looks like he might not play this week. This is the waiver wire show. So you're like, okay, who's the next man up? They're all gone. I mean, the <laughs> Seattle running backs, Travis Homer is dealing with a knee sprain. DJ Dallas picked up basically a high ankle sprain and then did the thing where you play through it a little bit because he had, had to. to. Um I expect them to sign someone, and I don't think it is unreasonable to think that Kenneth Walker might be back this week. They haven't ruled him out this week. Uh, he would be less than 100%, but I have no idea who is going to be allowed to play running back for. I mean, maybe it's Tony Tony James yeah, it might be. Jones Brooks Robinson. I don't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, I think you added one in there. I'm not yeah. sure it's Brooks Robinson. No, you I added a baseball so. one in there, Jason. Yeah, yeah. for you, Brooks. Oh, thanks. You can throw in up to three different names in the middle of that name if you want. Your favorite. What three? is his name? <laughs> Tony James. Nope, no, there's no Tony, James in it. There's no James. No. <laughs> Tony Brooks? Tony Brooks. Tony Brooks Jr., right? That's the actual human being's name. <laughs> I could not you, remember. Uh, it, no, it's Tony, it's Tony Jones, Jones Jr. Jr. Okay. Oh, there is a Jones. <laughs> Tony Jones. There's, there's no, no James. Brooks? There's no James. There's Wait, no is there James. a Brooks? No Brooks. No. Okay, so whatever. Yes, yesterday. Kyle is dying over there. <laughs> yesterday, Jason. What's his name, Kyle? Tony Jones. Tony Brooks, James Jones Jr. <laughs> yeah, thank oh, you. thank you. Jason was trying to find <laughs> him in our system on the fantasyfootballers.com yeah. to look at his profile. He could not find him. You do need to know the name could, for that. Yeah, I couldn't, you couldn't I, remember his name. I, I typed a couple different things. I'm like, I can't find him. What is his name? We have we have changed his name so many times. Tony um, Jones Jr. Okay, thank you. Tony Jones Jr. There was, I think the reason is, is there's Tony Brooks James, the running back. Yes. And then there's Tony I, Jones. I think that's how it started once upon a time. Hmm. One of them might play running back this yeah. week. Uh, Hayden Hurst, doubtful to play for the Bengals moving forward uh, or, seems or like, next week. It feels like an upgrade for Boyd at the least. He can drop more passes this week? Yeah. That was, oh, that was so man. bad. One of the worst I don't know of how the you season. Can, I don't know how you can start Boyd. Well, there's there's With leagues. Any confidence. There are devil leagues out there where you, people will need to play him. Yes, there. Yes, there are. Mike. <laughs> Mike. We share a team with, that is one of them. Mike White will start against Buffalo. He will. But we did hear uh, from the Jets coaching staff the plan is for Zach Wilson to play at some point this what? year. It's one of the most ridiculous comments I've ever seen from a head coach. I need to go watch the video because if there, there's got to be more to it. There has to be because all I've seen is the headline that he expects him to play again this season. Does that and mean, that just yeah, seems guess, like... Does that mean like you're expecting... Actually be the backup? 
because he's been inactive. Yeah, uh, that's probably it. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, that's it. Because <laughs> are you expecting Mike White to get injured? I mean, the fact that you said Mike White's going to start Week 14, the reason that that is in our news section is because of this quote where he's saying, "Yeah, Zach Wilson's going to play again this year." The if Mike White goes out and throws three picks, get ready for some mayhem. Yeah. Because what he gives, you know, sometimes these coaches with the defense like that, the only way you feel like you're going to lose is with turnovers. I just – Mike White was a little off in this past game. So sure, he's got it right now. He should be the starter, but stranger things. Week injury uh, – week 13 injury recap article by Matthew Betts up on the website, thefantasyfootballers.com. We'll be monitoring practice reports. There's going to be some waiver decisions to be made that you don't know what the outcome is really going to be yet, but that is the nature of Tuesday. Yeah, and one of those uh, one of those pickups could end up being the Raiders' defense. They are they should be widely available because they're one of the worst defenses out there. But if John Wolfert, who is currently day to day, and that's a Thursday night game, so not a lot of recovery time, if he's out and uh, they have to go back to uh, Bryce Perkins. Perkins, then... Never go back to Perkins. Then I would be willing to fire up the Las Vegas Raiders defense. Certainly. I'd play him against Wolford. Wolford is not horrific. They're, and they're, they are horrific themselves. Yeah, that's why I would... <laughs> I would play like if it was no. I mean, like the Raiders are are a risky play. Sure, but they can at least rush the passer, and the Rams' offensive line is terrible. Like if it was Stafford, I would still be willing to stream the Raiders. Maybe I'm just a little bitter from thinking that again for Seattle's defense last week. That was today's news and notes brought to you by USAA Insurance. Learn more at USAA.com/insurance. A couple of things I failed to mention at the top: trivia night on our uh, fantasy oh, footballers baby. Discord. So. Uh, the Foot Clan, if you head over there, if you want to support the show and become a Foot Clan member, that's jointhefoot.com. But then there's Trivia Night on Discord for the Foot Clan tonight at 8 p.m. We have a signed footballers 10 that we're giving away to a yeah. winner. 10? Yeah. I like don't, a 10 of cookies? I what? didn't know what to call those. I didn't either. We've got, we've, <laughs> that's why I, wouldn't I just said call nothing. it a 10. A 10 okay. sign? A 10 is something you put something inside of. Yeah. And I, Really? That's true. Yeah, yes, that would be a, a sign. container. Yeah, a metal They're listed sign. on metalballers.com as metal sign. Okay, we've got a signed metal sign. Papa Josh. That sounds way better. Papa Josh says it's a tin tacker. That's another name. Yeah, that's okay. another name for it. A tin tacker? Because yeah. you because you tack it on the wall. Yeah, I mean, I think they're technically called tin tackers. Yeah, must be made out of tin. <laughs> I just thought there were going to be Look. Christmas cookies in this tin, and I was getting real. E either way, like it's cool the way it is because we signed it. Or if you need to melt it down. Right. Because you need some tin. Smelter. There you, there you yeah. go. Uh, and then, Jason, you got an announcement for the Megalobowl. Yes. Very, very important for everybody in the Megalobowl. Here are the two pieces of news you need to know. This is the final week before playoffs, and the playoff teams that make it into the playoffs are the top three seeds. Uh, it will be records first, your top three records. If the third record is tied, it will be a points tiebreaker. Top three teams from every single league go on to the playoffs also this is your last week of waivers because it's such a massive tournament and there you know there's uh, sometimes bad drops being made we lock waivers once playoffs start so you've got all this week is open waivers uh, or at least uh, daily reoccurring fab waivers the way it's been all year at the end of this week your roster that you finish this week's games with that is set for all three weeks plan your backups plan your matchups 
if you are playoff bound because they will be locked. Okay. That's it. Time to move on. Welcome to The Fold, presented by Samsung Galaxy. A reminder, go to the website, thefantasyfootballers.com. There is a waiver wire rankings page if you want to review where we have players ranked. You know, it always comes down to what you need for your roster. Do you need to start this week? Are you looking for the highest upside overall heading into the fantasy playoffs? Six teams are on by this week. The Bears, Colts, Commanders, Falcons, Packers, and Saints. And it's time to dive into what wide receivers are welcoming into the fold this week. So uh, who's at the tippy top of your list? Well, I think for this week, you're probably looking for a start more so than a stash. This is the final week to get in before the playoffs, a lot of bye weeks. So if I'm looking to start a player, there are two options that I like. My number one option that I like is someone that I think people will have a hard time starting because of what a disappointment and a trap game he just had. Oh, no, the spot starter? The spot starter, He's Zay back. Jones. He he had a line of two catches for 16 yards this last week in a great matchup against Detroit. Obviously, a very huge disappointment. He had two bad drops in the game. One of those drops would have been a touchdown. He knows when to disappoint, but I think people are off of Zay Jones this week. <laughs> the pressure is off. It's still a good matchup against Tennessee where you can't run the ball, but you can throw the ball. He had seven targets. He is He's getting enough targets and is talented enough where it, it was between him and Michael Gallup for me as far as who I would want to throw into my lineup. Uh, Gallup's been really involved. You'd play Zay Jones over Michael Gallup? Well, the Houston matchup for the Cowboys, I just expect the Cowboys to – I mean, goodness gracious, like they'll probably be arrested um, and not allowed to leave to Jacksonville the following week because of the manslaughter charges that will be brought on for what they're going to do to the Houston Texans. So I don't think they're going to have to throw the ball that much. Now, it could be Gallup with the touchdown, but we've seen this week after week after week, teams playing Houston, the passing game just is, is, is nerfed. Yeah, I'm with you. I would start Zay Jones in that matchup over Michael Gallup. I'm not, you know, chasing the two touchdowns. Gallup only had 23 receiving yards in that game. Just got into the end zone twice. Uh, so I, I would probably play Zay Jones. If I didn't need to start somebody this week, I don't want Jahan Dodson to be ignored. Agreed. Coming off the injury, like he was, a, he was an important piece. Then he came back off the injury, was eased in snap-wise, and now I think, you know, you just look at the end of the year, you're saying, well, do you want Jahan Dodson? Jahan Dotson on your roster or do you want you know to take a shot with one of these Sherfield Carter Nico Collins I I think if you don't need somebody this week he's somebody that should be rostered yeah and and obviously he's on by so you can't need him this week but he is very very talented if you look Dotson. at Dotson we've got Dotson here <laughs> there you go what it's been a, it's been a minute since, yeah. since that one but we I, just repurposed the Dotson drop yeah no, he says he says I know, I, but I, I think believe we, he says Jahan Dotson in that. <laughs> we uh, he, Jahan's really quiet. Jahan ah, Dotson he whispers. Yeah. Okay, that's my understanding from gotcha. the classic Jurassic Park. Movie. Uh, I, for a an actual spot start this week, uh, I would also throw out the name DJ Chark. 
He's mm-hmm. coming off a game, six targets, five for 98. So I think he had five targets the week before. He's back from his injury, and he gets to play the Minnesota Vikings, who have a problem when it comes to wide receivers. I mean, look, just look at what Garrett Wilson did. Look at and Corey Davis. Like these, Corey Davis is a is fine. Like he's a, he's a fine NFL player. Uh, but the fact that teams are having success against the Minnesota Vikings and Chark is is getting a, a decent enough target share. Plus the big playability that Chark brings, I think that he is an option this week. I think the matchup is what puts that over the top for me. DJ right. Chark, Corey Davis, and Darius Slayton; those three guys are very similar in the sense that I think they're you know they're good games. They're like five for ninety or some somewhere around there. They're they're uh, deeper play. Uh, you know they can have a big play against any team. But Corey Davis plays in Buffalo this week, and Darius Slayton plays against Philadelphia. He might get slay on Slayton right so I would prefer Chark over those two other matchup plays but both Corey Davis and Darius Slayton I think can go out there I mean Darius Slayton's been a top 24 wide receiver in five of the last eight games and I know he had a good game against another difficult matchup I don't remember what it was off the top of my head so Slayton yeah Slayton is uh top 24 wide receiver in five of eight games Isaiah Hodgins breaking out for New York and then you have Richie James with the underneath routes in New York if you is that the order you put them in are you still Slayton Hodgins would you go Slayton Hodgins James uh yes yeah. of those three for sure yeah I'll just take the the talent uh as far as like stashing a guy I mentioned Corey Davis I, I'm not really wanting to play him against Buffalo but the upcoming schedule for the Jets would be Detroit Jacksonville Seattle so that's that's an interesting three game run there for for a guy who's he's back, he was you know two weeks ago he was coming off the injury, didn't play his full snaps, only had three targets. But this past week, back over eighty percent of the snaps, ten targets. Again, I'm not, I don't want to play him against Buffalo, but as long as Mike White is starting against Detroit and the and Jacksonville the next couple of weeks, Corey Davis is a is in flex consideration. And um, we haven't brought up Trent Sherfield's name, but he is he's. Interesting. Uh, only he had a seventy-five yard touchdown. Only three targets. But has he has seen any target no, volume? No, no, no target volume. This is solely just a. Um, if Jalen Waddle, okay, yeah, yeah, were yeah. to miss this game, he, I don't think he'll miss it because he kept coming back in the game. But he's clearly banged up. But if Waddle were to miss against the Chargers, Sherfield will probably be involved more than he has been on the season. Demarcus Robinson had eight targets again for Baltimore. They they're going to be from Huntley though, which is fine. I mean, they uh, were last week too. Yeah, they were from Huntley last week, and if you remember the passing volume, you would expect to go up. Huntley still runs the ball, but not as much as Lamar Jackson. Remember last year when Mark Andrews went all Hamburglar? That was with Huntley. That was with him throwing the ball. So I don't. I I agree. Demarcus Robinson probably uh, belongs a little bit higher up in this list. Would you? You'd add Jahan Dotson over Jamison Williams. I would yes. because he is he. I mean, he's playing a lot of snaps. In fact, this last week he, his snap uh, count went way up, ninety-one percent exactly. And he had been living in the sixties, seventies. Whereas Jamison Williams, I just don't know if he gets really involved this season yeah, at all. He's still recovering, and he's still a prospect. Like we haven't seen Jamison Williams. It, you. You could proclaim, like, well, he was the greatest wide receiver in this draft. He had the ACL. That's the only reason he wasn't. But you have not seen it yet. Jahan Dotson, 
has already proven on an NFL field that he can play. So I would I would go with him. Top drop candidates. I mean, this is an important part of the year to kind of cut bait, move oh, forward. Goodness, Cortland Sutton, Michael Pittman, Jacoby Myers. Rough. I. I'm not cutting Myers. I'm. I don't think I'm going to cut any of those guys. If those guys were on waivers, I would pick them up. The one that I would cut first would probably be Sutton. Sutton is uh, dealing with a day-to-day -day hamstring injury yeah, right now. He that's may injured with a bad quarterback, Jerry Judy back. I can't imagine. Like, I won't be starting Cortland Sutton this week and possibly going into the future, so he would be the one that I would that I would cut bait first. Yeah, the hamstring makes it very difficult. Uh, let's take a quick break, come back with some running back waiver wire pickups. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Some things may seem small at the time, but when you keep them inside, when you keep everything bottled up, you leave those emotions to fester, and they can have some serious negative consequences. I know when I was younger, you know, you don't want to always say what's on your mind. You don't want to be seen as ungrateful or insensitive or whatever, but sometimes you bottle those things up too long, and they develop into real problems. Talking things out, working through what's weighing you down, it is more helpful than you realize. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I've had therapy. I've had practical, personal advances through therapy, whether I'm learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries personally, how to make better habits in my life. There's a lot of benefit, and you can give BetterHelp a try if you've been thinking of starting therapy. It's entirely online. It's convenient and flexible. It's also easy to get started. You just fill out one brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash footballers to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash footballers. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. It's no secret we get deep on football here to the point where, yeah, maybe I, I might lose track of a few other things like subscriptions. I mean, do you know how many you've got right now? Probably not, but our sponsor, Rocket Money, can help. I've been a longtime user of Rocket Money. I love it. I get pop-ups all the time checking in on my finances. Things like subscriptions like, hey, you should probably go through your subscriptions and, and just make sure that everything is on the up and up. And I go and I check and I review every single time. And sometimes, every once in a while, boom, there's a subscription that I forgot about that I don't use anymore. Thank you, Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash footballers. That's rocketmoney.com slash footballers. Rocketmoney.com slash footballers. All right, I think the fantasy leagues will be fighting to uh, welcome James Cook into the fold this week. James Cook saw a massive increase in usage in Buffalo. I think the consensus might be this is it's his time, right, to make a big difference in this offense. He had 20 touches against uh, New England. 
14 on the ground, six for 41 through the air. That's what I'm the most interested in is sure. he is more fluid coming out of the backfield and, and receiving the football than I think Devin Singletary is. Singletary is competent. Cook is fluid. Goal line seems to be Singletary, and he'll still be used, but we know what this team likes to do at running back when they have the option, which is to share it. And the juice is with James Cook. When when there is a hole that is opened up and you watch, like Singletary in a crowd is much better than James Cook. But if you open up a lane and you send both of those guys through it, James Cook's getting at least eight yards further down the field before he stops his speedy run. Um, that's not the game for uh, Singletary. So it's tough, though, to – like I, James Cook seems like the number one pickup this week because there's so many question marks with all these guys. But can you really confidently even start him? Can you? It's the Jets. The Jets have a good defense. I think you can flex him. I I think he's in flex consideration. He's also you're looking further ahead too. Of uh, like if you're picking up James Cook at this point, you you're just doing a hail mary. No no matter what you're doing for your running back position, which I have a team out there where it's like. Got Jonathan Taylor on by. Ken Walker may not play. It's like it got ravaged. I have to go to the waiver wire. So James Cook is it's not the best play, but then Miami, Chicago. Mm. Like if you get the confidence boost with another snap performance like this, another opportunity performance like this, then you're gonna feel great playing him in those next that coming is, matchups. That is a really great point. If he has a good game against the Jets, he'll be a must start the following week. Yes. He's also had runs of 33, 24, 29, 28. Like if he has a one of those big kind of season-defining 50-plus yard touchdown runs, he'll be making headlines and all of a sudden you'll be sitting pretty. Brooks made the comparison. It's like Tony Pollard can do stuff that Zeke can't do. Yeah. Cook can do stuff that um, Singletary, that Singletary yeah. can't do. But Bam Knight's also going to get chased. 54% rostered. A lot of people picked him up and started him last week. Running back for the Jets. 15 for 90, five targets, 55% of snaps. A knight in shining armor. He Could is a, a it's a, it's not the best matchup against Buffalo, but they're not the defense that they were at the beginning yeah. of the year. Zonovan Knight is a very good play if Michael Carter is out. Yep. And we just don't know whether or not Michael Carter will be back. It was a low ankle sprain, so the timeline says he could be back. Honestly, I think that there's a chance you Based on what Zonovan Knight did, gives you maybe more confidence to not rush Michael Carter back. Um, if both James Cook and uh, it, like if if I knew that Carter was out and I needed to start this week, I would rather start Zonovan Knight over James Cook for this week. Here's a tough one though: Would you rather start Cam Akers oh. over Zonovan Knight? Cam Akers <laughs> is playing the Raiders. Got 17 attempts. Uh, to me, this decision is tough because John Wolford makes the offense so much better. Than Bryce Perkins does. If I knew that Akers had Wolford, and you're playing the Raiders, is that a better play than Knight, or is it not? Because Knight has so much more juice. Uh, I if if Carter is out, I'll play Knight above Akers. I definitely can see a a trap coming from the Rams. If you look at who has led in snap percentage on a week by week basis. It just changes every. It's like, oh, okay, here's clarity. Nope, uh, it's Henderson, it's Acres, it's uh, Kyron. It's it just goes back and forth. Um, and I agree with you completely. Like Cam Acres 
if Wolford is starting, is is a good enough play to put in your lineup with six bye weeks. But if Perkins is a starter, I, I won't trust Akers. Mike, how do you order Cook, Knight, and Akers? I would go, if I'm sending it right now with the information that we have, it would go Cook, then, oh, man. The Akers-Knight decision is so brutal because I agree that if, if if Michael Carter is out, it would be easily Zonovan Knight for me against Buffalo. That, that matchup doesn't scare me anymore. Uh, so as of right now, I think I would go Cook, Knight, Akers. I'd roll the dice. Akers' potential to have a longer shelf life? He does. Possibly, yeah. But he's he's it's all about the the game script here for, for Cam Akers because Kyron is still the pass-catching running back. Uh, like they just, you know, they, they had an okay game here, uh, against the Raiders acres should be okay. -ish. He's the 17 carries, but he got 60 yards. He had two rushing touchdowns, but 60 yards on 17 attempts is not great. Green Bay, Denver up with that. 72% of snaps. Yeah. He, he was, he was absolutely the guy. <sighs> Zonovan Knight with like, how do you guys look at the Jets situation of, Let's say Michael Carter comes back next week. Is this – are you going to project fully right back to Michael Carter or does the team turn it into a timeshare with Zonovan Knight who's had tremendous success because the, the upcoming matchups – talked about it for Car Corey Davis. Carter will get great. all the third down and Carter will share some of the running work and then that's what my concern would be for Zonovan Knight is yeah. you, you're at 11 for you know 42 – with one catch, uh, you know, as a peak. Yeah, and and you're probably not wanting to start either of those players if Carter is back. Uh, we are. I had a couple other questions at the running back position, specifically Jarek McKinnon, because you know, eight for fifty-one on the ground, two for nine and a touchdown through the air. He's out there as much as Pacheco. Like they're both out there, forty-five, fifty percent, forty percent. They're they're pretty much sharing that backfield. I think they both scored this past week. Yes. So, you know, if Pacheco is out there, everyone would fight for him. Is McKinnon being undervalued as a spot start, especially on a six-team bye week? Is he the Zay Jones of the running back position, a spot start <laughs> that you can – you know, maybe Zay Jones didn't perform because there weren't enough teams on bye last mm -hmm. week. He needed, he needed more opportunity. Yeah. Um, Jerick McKinnon is probably being undervalued right now in, in the sense that – He's available in half of leagues, and he is playing a lot of snaps for the Kansas City Chiefs and been good enough to be a spot start this week specifically against uh, the Denver Broncos. In Denver, does not project to be a great high-scoring affair. Uh, certainly is not going to be a game where Denver hops out to a big lead and you've got to use the pass-catching uh, prowess of McKinnon. So uh, I, I I don't see him as a Zay-level Jones spot start this week, but under <laughs> Zay-level Jones? <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah, you did say Zay Level Jones. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. That is well said, Jason. It doesn't matter the order the words are in. I think there was some study about that. Was, you can just put them in any order. It was a great point. Everyone understands it the same. Yeah, after but after I feel like after those three guys, it's pretty much what do you do with Seattle? Stashes and miracles. That's one of the miracles is Seattle. <laughs> um, Problem is you can't you can't invest right now. Like, but you have to. You right? can put a zero on like Tony. Jones you Jr. could put a zero on Tony Jones Jr. Who, but but like Kenneth Walker situation. We heard that Rashad Penny could make it back by the end of the year. They could sign somebody this week. 
DJ Dallas could be fine, even though he's dealing with an injury. Do you put any kind of claim whatsoever on DJ Dallas or Travis Homer? I, I mean, you can go zero. I'm not. If it would, I'd go Tony Jones or bust. Man, which has he? Has Tony Jones had snaps at all? Not really. He got in this game, and he also got injured. Oh yeah, I forgot. He was seven for fourteen. I forgot he also got hurt. Yeah, he, he did get in the game. He was the basically the next man up, but he uh, he left that game. That's why they had to go back to the yeah the, DJ Dallas. That's right. I'd bid. I'd bid a dollar. Okay. I'd bid a dollar on Tony Jones. Okay. Gets Maybe. Carolina. That's pretty good. Jason, yeah. would you bid a dollar on every? name that he has oh Tony, man that, Tony, then i would have I, he show. probably doesn't have enough fab yeah i, I think I'm, I'm capped at 28 dollars right now so i don't think i can uh do a dollar per name here for tony tony brooks james jones robinson jr oh, um, it's robinson now yeah so he is someone you could take a shot on because obviously if yeah if those guys are all if they're all out and you're playing carolina then t like he caught two passes he had seven carries and it was in a small amount of the game there will be a running back this week against carolina who is a decent fantasy option at this point in time we don't know who that is it's really early on tuesday morning before your waiver wire goes through it is possible there is new information out coming out from beat reporters in seattle you just got to pay attention to it because right now it's impossible to know any other names that you want to mention yeah it just it is the time you need to have your insurance running backs or be blocking other people. So if Madison, Alexander Madison's on your waiver wire, he he is an absolute must roster to me. I th I think that Jordan Mason, as the next man up for San Francisco, has moved to me as a, you. He needs to be rostered at mm -hmm. least by somebody in your league, uh, because with with Brock Purdy, is that that's his name, right? Did I, did I get no, his first you, name? You nailed it. Uh, if with with that situation of the quarterback, they are. I know he threw a ton, but I'm guessing they're going to want to lean on the running backs a little bit more. With so that's more work for Christian McCaffrey, more opportunity, more to opportunity be to get injured. And I'm saying that as Christian McCaffrey is, I need him to get me into the playoffs. But you got to be prepared for situations. Uh, Joshua Kelly for the Chargers. It looks like he took back the job as the the primary backup over Isaiah Spiller. And then I think the the last one who's a higher upside to me would be Kenneth Gainwell for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a projection. Should Miles Sanders miss time, I think Gainwell's the one that would get the big bump. Yeah, the last name I'll throw to your list in addition is Matt Breida. He's my usual sure. Sunday morning IR pickup. Like when I get a guy yeah, who yeah, I can yeah. move to IR and I'm looking for someone on waivers, Breida's usually there. He's easy to drop right after the week, but uh, if Saquon went down, there's really no depth chart Agreed. behind Breida. Are you willing to cut? Like there's some names, Cook, Knight, Akers, McKinnon, are you willing to cut Gus Edwards? Yes. Antonio Gibson? No. No. James Robinson? Yeah, yes. absolutely. All right, let's dive into some tight ends. We're welcoming into the fold. I think Greg Dulcich. Oh yeah, he's the a D will be back. Yeah, at it's, the top of the list, especially with Cortland Sutton. If if Sutton's missing or is hampered by the hamstring, I I think that's why you saw Greg Dulcich pull in six for eighty-five this past week. Six for eighty-five, deep targets. He's running good routes for a rookie tight end, and they're playing against Kansas City this yeah. week so uh, you know Kansas City's defense isn't in and of itself it's bad but their offense is so good that their defense ends up giving up points through the game now you got a Russell Wilson clear problem here uh, yes. but I, I I do think for all the tight ends that 
are gone. I mean, even like Cole Komet is on bye, and you've got injuries elsewhere. Greg Dulcich is probably one of the more important pickups this week. Nathaniel Hackett said they're using him in a wide receiver role. So you you want that. You want the non-blocking wide receiver tight end. Uh, Komet's on bye. Evan Ingram, seven targets, five for 30 and a touchdown. You are always playing with a fire with Evan Ingram. Mm -hmm. If you catch the right game, you're happy. I mean, he's athletic enough to be involved around the goal line. The floor is Uno. Uh, <laughs> one point is a solid outing, uh, realistically, from Evan Ingram. But this week, I, w I would agree. And, and honestly, for me, Hunter Henry is... Oh, man. Oh, Arizona, baby. That's all it is. <laughs> if you're looking for a one-week start, we've done it all year long to great success. You grab whatever tight end, whether they've been great or not. They're going to have a better game than usual against Arizona than their normal game. Hunter Henry had a touchdown a couple weeks ago coming off a bye, so he's a spot start as well. Two catches last week for Hunter Henry. I wanted to take a quick glance at Mr. Johnny Smith, who also had two catches. It was, sure. <laughs> it was very disappointing for Henry last week. Whoever runs laterally behind the line of scrimmage, which yep. could be Johnny that, that Smith. That could be Johnny Smith, you're right. Uh, Noah Fant, five targets, four for 42, and a touchdown last week. Uh, he's He's safer than some because I think two to three catches is his floor uh, with Seattle. Also this last week, I, I, I was um, two tight end. I was not. Oh, on the week. Yes. Yes. Um, because four for 42 and a touchdown was that good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact that, that Seattle Taysom Hill was number one. Uh, I don't think so. Who was number one on the week at tight end? If four for 42 and a touchdown, am I forgetting somebody from last night? Kate Otten? One sec. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that. Uh, but the Seattle passing game is worth noting because the running backs are so depleted there. We've obviously talked about it. That This is what happened last week. I think Kenneth Walker would have had a great game and maybe DK Metcalf, Lockett, not quite as good. But they just had to throw the ball every play. So Noah Fant is definitely a good pickup against Carolina. I did get confirmation that um, it was Taysom Hill. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Oh, that's fine. A dance party for people's benches. He did get hit in the face, by the way. It yes. was eh, sort of. He should have caught it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stay on brand, Mike. Yeah. I like it. Pro, con pro concussion, Mike Wright. Oh, not pro concussion. Pro, uh, what? How, what's he being paid? A lot of money. There you go. You get paid a lot of money, you better catch that ball. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> It's just like satchels and satchels of hatred that you carry behind. Let it go, Mike. Oh, let right. it all go. Yeah, I'm just like Taysom, I I will let it no, go. All right. The Raiders' <laughs> defense this week plays the Rams. Um, yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm into it. Yeah, I I am. Uh, I'm less into it if it's Wolford. Genuinely. Okay. okay. Um, the Chiefs they play Denver. I'm very into that. Sure. Seattle plays Carolina. I'm into that. Yes, definitely. Balt into Baltimore that. is one of my favorites by far of the week against really? Pittsburgh. Yeah, I like them more than Pitt. I think you could play both. Really? I like Pittsburgh more than Baltimore. Baltimore's just been a really, really solid performer for fantasy, and I I just know the kind of trouble they're going to give Kenny Pickett, and so I feel a little more cozy there. I think Tyler Huntley can – manufacture slightly more offense against Pittsburgh. But I think they're both good starts. Yeah, both are good starts. Pittsburgh's going to be more widely available. Baltimore's probably 
uh, rostered in your league. Dar- the over-under is 37 right now it's on, gross. That, on that Baltimore. That game's going to be disgusting. Hmm. They're just, you know, Pittsburgh can't won't run. They won't be able to run against Baltimore. So it's going to be Kenny Pickett chucking it, and I we'll see what happens. Um, just get Luth. Yeah, he he will try. I'm I, I I want Pickett to succeed. I've said this a few times this year because I think he's got the mental makeup that like if you could take his mental makeup and then just throw him into like Trevor Lawrence's body, I think you'd have a really good quarterback. But every week, like of all the quarterbacks I watch, Kenny Pickett misses a lot of throws. Yeah. Like he's in the top five every week of throws that I'm like, dang man, like. You had that guy, or that ball was placed wrong, or you made that read wrong. Like he's gotten better over the last like he's a rookie. month, but he's still right. yeah. He 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 looks like a rookie out there, and just the actual throw is often just too bad. I mean that's that's the only way you can put it. It's like the read isn't wrong. I can see you didn't do Tro- anything wrong. It's just terrible throw. I can hear Troy Aikman making that analysis there. <laughs> the throw is bad. Yeah. Bad also, uh, for defensive pickups, unfortunately. Uh, the opponent of the Houston Texans is not going to be on your waiver wire. That's usually our go-to. Uh, yes. The Dallas Cowboys, if you have them, enjoy. Are you paying up in DFS? I have <laughs> I have built I've built at least 10 lineups. You're, are, my my face. You oh, they're in my lineup right now. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I paid up. Yeah, I, 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 I did, and uh, I've moved away from it because it's expensive. Yeah, right? it's, it it's, costs you, but... It's hard to put them in, and they might not be there come Friday. But uh, as of right now, they are in my. That's mind. fun. Yeah, it, it's. Um, I had to, to to budget my wide receivers so I could afford this defense. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> All right, that was welcome to the fold presented by our friends at Samsung, the Samsung Galaxy. You can unfold edge to edge screen. Uh, is that way you can see all of the turnovers by Houston? Uh, of the Galaxy Z Fold 4? The screen is large enough for Mo- the Houston Texans turnovers. That's, that's how right. big the screen is. Uh, you can maximize your game viewing experience with that Galaxy Z Fold 4, and you can visit Samsung.com to learn more. Full stream ahead. Well, Jason, you have my favorite stream of the week. You got in here nice and early. Mm-hmm. Uh, but why don't you kick it off, and then I will take the quarterback on the other side. Sure. Uh, the Minnesota-Detroit game, I'll go with Jared Goff. Goff is at home in seven games. He has 17 passing touchdowns at home. And the Vikings have allowed the most passing yards, the highest yards per attempt, 7.6 in the NFL. They're pretty good against the run not great against the passing game we saw what Mike White just put up 369 yards against them since week five they ranked 29th in fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks it's a great matchup uh I expect uh both these quarterbacks to be good yeah and I'm taking oh, oh Jared <laughs> introducing that's not even introducing that's like I'm walking <laughs> off the stage His, Jason had stopped talking about him I was trying not to interrupt I was waiting oh, for a break. Just Perfectly do the drops whenever right. you want yeah. during the whole show. <laughs> Hit something else. Thank you. Jared Gurf. 63 points. That is the average for Detroit home game. 63 combined points. Wow. And it's going to continue. Captain Kirk is my stream of the week at quarterback. Detroit's going to give it up. Minnesota's going to give it up. I want players throughout this entire game. And uh, I want the one with Justin Jefferson. Sure. So I'm going to go with Captain Kirk. What's, what's the over-under on that game right now? 53. 
Not bad. Delightful. Uh, And I'm going to go with, I'm going to send in the car. Derek Carr. You can hit that drop. Yeah. Well, wait till he's done talking, right? Yeah. Send in the car. Send in the car. Uh, He's playing the Los Angeles Rams. He's actually been top 12 in four of his last five starts. The Rams, it's not going well for this team. Uh, Look, they've allowed three top 12 weeks in a row. One of those was Andy Dalton. I will say Derek Carr currently, I'm looking at our site, sitting at quarterback 13, so he's got to be careful to manage the equilibrium of ending the season at QB 13. So should he have a good performance here, you better watch out because it's going to balance. Are you saying that because he was the quarterback 13 last year? Yes. And it, because he was the quarterback 13 the year prior to that? Yes. And currently the quarterback. Yeah, I, yes. I, I expect him to be yes. the quarterback So I, he's going to be good this week, but then we might have to bail out. Yeah. Sometimes I think he should throw the ball to Devontae Adams on every play. Sometimes he thinks that, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's been doing that. And which has been a great success. I mean, he just... Check this out. <laughs> just throw it up towards the side of the field he's on and let him go make a play. Did you, the, uh, th- there was a highlight of just another nasty route from Devontae Adams this past week, and the and the Chargers defender just, just fell over. Like, he hit him with an and-one move, and, and the defender goes, yeah! It's just that's that's how he's wide open because he makes people fall over because he's so nasty. They have uh, they've won three straight games against Denver, Seattle, and the Chargers. They have the Rams, Patriots, Pittsburgh the next three weeks. Yeah, play them against the Rams. It's not impossible that the they go on a nice five six game run here. Could be uh, Pats, Steelers, Forty ers Chiefs. Yeah, I didn't talk about the Forty Nine er part on <laughs> and purpose. The, and the Chiefs. <laughs> Well, that's that's where he will plummet back to QB thirteen. Yeah, I see that possible. Uh, top twelve in four of his last five starts. Yep. So going with Derek Carr and his good friend Devontae Adams. Uh, people want to know if they should drop Tom Brady. Oh my goodness! And yeah. now Brooks, you have been you traded for Brady in Dynasty. He had no choice. So you've got Brady and Russell Wilson. How are you feeling? Yeah. See, he had no uh, choice. I a, I'm feeling great. That was a <laughs> huge upgrade for what I was dealing with. <laughs> Do you have anybody else on that roster at quarterback? I had Stafford. Oh, I have Ty, uh, Tyler Huntley. Had him on the bench. And, oh, yeah, you Andy know who, Dalton. You know who else you have on your bench, Brooks? Who's that? You got another quarterback on your bench, I noticed. Who's that? Who's that? I'm blanking. Yeah, you're blanking. All right. Um, Are you blanking? Are you No, I'm not blanking. I, I'm just pausing for dramatic effect. It's Case Keenum. You know oh, you, yeah. Oh, you know Josh, you have, I've been holding him once that injury Yeah, thanks, came brother. Thanks. Because I... Uh, I was looking for him to back up my Josh Allen, and of uh, course, my arch nemesis <laughs> has Case Keenum for no good reason. Because Brooks has every backup player. How does he have such a big roster? Because because of the infinite wealth, he has a hundred roster spots. That'd yeah. be a funny um, for every backup. That'd be a funny league if you could gamify a league where, like, it reminds me of like massive multiplayer online games where you could pay for a bigger bag. Like if you could, oh, yeah. you, like, and it goes into the pot at but the end of the pay year to win. Well, it's not pay to win. You just pay for an extra bench spot. It's like 50 bucks into the pot for one extra bench spot. It's like microtransactions, it. Mike. I think it's an economic. I think that it would, if it's $50, you're going to have everybody having one. Extra what if it was, spot. was a lot more though. It's 250 bucks. Oh man. Yeah. For no, a bench that's, spot. That's good. I, I used to play in a league where all transactions cost money. 
but like a trade was twenty Back in the nineteen forties or <laughs> a, yes, in the forties. <laughs> uh a trade was twenty dollars. You sent it by telegram. So it went to the league. Twenty bucks went to the league uh yeah. if a trade was made, ten from each team. But you could you could take that on and say, Hey, you put this trade together, I'll pay the full twenty. What? Yeah. <laughs> It's, that's it was oh, fun. Oh yeah, corruption certainly won't slide into that league. Al calls them <laughs> Al calls them Ticketmaster leagues. Oh <laughs> oh oh. Uh, I you know dropping Tom Brady, sure. Uh, he's against San Francisco a, this week. I'll, I'll, let me put it this way. I yeah that that's and followed up by the Bengals. Look, you need to start looking at players like Jared Goff as potential quarterbacks into the fantasy playoffs. In my opinion. Sure. Uh, I think that, uh, and depending on your waiver wire, like Jared Goff's not available for everybody. He's, I don't know where he's, like 60% or something. Uh, but legit, Brock Purdy, Mike White, the schedules for those two quarterbacks after this week are, they're going to be in our streamers for sure. One of the, one, At least one of those guys. Yeah, and if you're, obviously, if you're in a two-quarterback league, Brock Purdy is going to be oh, yeah. hot on the waiver wire, and it. Th this is the time of year, like, empty your bag, right? You know, save a couple a couple bucks for the playoff run if you're there. If you're not there, do whatever you got to do to get there, and don't be shy on. You know, it's like, oh, this player Zonovan Knight. You know, you'd usually bid ten, fifteen, bid eighty if that's all you. If you've got a hundred left of your budget, just go get your guys. All right, that is going to do it for today's episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Ride or die, Thursday night preview, mailbag, and a special announcement tomorrow. Oh. Need the Foot Clan to step up. We'll talk to you then. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers.